Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Back for another week of Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth hanging with you as we get a chance to talk to one of the best ever to do it at Chattanooga. She was Michelle Fuzzard in her days as a player. You know her now as Michelle, of course. And she, among her many accolades as a softball player, is now a Chattanooga Hall of Famer. Not only did she go into the Hall of Fame this year, she also went in with her former head coach and Frank Reed, who was also inducted. Hopefully, well, we'll get a chance to catch up with Coach Reed coming up here real soon. They just had a schedule release, by the way. You can head over to GoMox.com and take a look at that softball schedule for this year. So without further ado, let's get into it. It's our conversation with the Hall of Famer. Michelle, of course. Well, welcome in, Hall of Famer. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> so, uh, look, I, you know, Michelle, when you're young and you're playing and, and you're kind of in that moment, you, you really don't think about an honor like this, right? Like this wasn't something at, at 20 years old uh, that was probably ever even remotely crossing your mind. Now that no, it happens, that... <laughs> now that Sorry, it, uh, no, now, now that it happens, uh, what are your thoughts on it at this point? How, how does it feel? Oh, I mean, it's, it's such an honor. I'm, I'm so grateful to, you know, be in that conversation and then in the hall of fame, it's, it's, I'm in there with some amazing former players. And I was going to say, you're, you're right. I mean, <laughs> when I was looking at, the list when I was playing, I was like, "Oh, that's those people are old. <laughs> they've <laughs> they've uh, they've they've had their day a long time ago." And um and now I I have the opportunity to uh to give lessons to former players, kids. Um, so it's fun to you know see some of those women that kind of paved the way for the program these days, um, and for myself included, and. Uh, and get to, you know, kind of foster the next generation of player. But yeah, when it, when it was happening, you know, you're just trying to win ball games. There's, there's nothing else outside of that at the time. How special is it to be able to go in with coach Reed? It was the best part of it. I, you know, without any doubt, um, talking to him, I think that he kind of felt the same way, you know, it's, it's special but it is so much more special to go in with the the guy that brought me here um the the man that really fostered my career in Chattanooga and and every day after i mean we we talked on the phone recently you know within the past week or so and uh still have a great relationship with him and so it's it's an honor to go in but to go in with you know, the man that really personifies Chattanooga softball is is the biggest honor. So how did you end up here? What's what's the story? How did you end up <laughs> in Chattanooga? Well, I'm always embarrassed to say when people ask me that question that I did not know Chattanooga was a place. Uh, you know, growing up in Southern California, my, my world was pretty small. I just kind of was involved in uh, my, my little world in, in Southern California. And so when I went to a national tournament in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I was recruited 
by then assistant coach Donald Pickett, who's back in town. Um, we're we're excited to have him him back in Chattanooga, uh, and he he was interested. And Coach Reed had never seen me play, but really respected what Donald thought and had to say. And so I signed my my letter of intent and moved out to Chattanooga in 2007. Um, with every intent of moving back, I was going to major in Spanish and go back and to, to Southern California and teach Spanish. And now I, I majored in softball, so I do softball for a living. How is your Spanish these days? It's, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is, it is not great. I can understand it a little bit, but my, my daughter will ask me to say words, and I'll be like, I can say some words, but... Don't ask me to have a conversation. What do you remember the the first time you came to Chattanooga and and what your uh, what your impressions were? Of course, no. I the the scenic city is the best name for it, and I was so blown away with the the beauty of the city of the campus. Um, it is an urban campus, and that part was very intriguing to me. But based off of other schools that I had seen. It wasn't overwhelming. Uh, Chattanooga is about as big as the city that I grew up in, so it didn't feel uh, you know, crazy overwhelming to me. And so, uh, no, just the the river, the mountains, it's it has it all. And then the campus, the campus now is they've done so much to it. Uh, I almost <laughs> almost don't recognize it, but it was it was still beautiful at the time um with uh the, like now they have the green space they have to add on to the arena there's there's so much great stuff happening and that was kind of the the vibe that i got when i got on campus was just like wow you know it's beautiful already they're constantly working to make it better and i just i fell in love with it immediately speaking of great things happening when was the last time you saw the the inside of frost stadium and the improvements that have happened there Oh gosh, I went and did a camp and set foot on the the turf and I was like, oh my gosh, this feels so different. And it didn't really hit me that, um, you know, they would never play on dirt there again. And I had gotten a vial of frost dirt from uh, Aislinn Seller's parents. They gave it to me when I did a talk at their um their end of the year banquet and I got emotional I was I, I honestly I, I I got that that vial of dirt and I was like oh my gosh you're right you know it's never going to be that way again um but it's it's beautiful it is so beautiful I'm so excited for them uh the scoreboard the the fence the bullpens everything has just uh, really gotten an upgrade and, and they deserve it and they need it. And I, I think it's amazing. Would you have liked to have played on turf like that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember because we had that indoor and, you know, the, the hops off of the turf are brutal. Um, they're clean. You know how the ball's going to bounce, but it's fast. And I remember sitting next to an ECSU player in uh in frost stadium at the conference tournament and i was having a conversation with a um an rbi club member and talking about the turf and 
I said, man, it looks really fast. And she just kind of chimed in. She's like, it is. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you an outfielder or an infielder? She said, no, I'm an outfielder. And they, you know, they're not used to that. They're used to the grass really slowing it down. And, uh, and she didn't, she didn't get that luxury anymore. So I think, I think that they like it a lot. I think that I, like any other player, I would have adjusted to it fine, but um, I'm, I guess I'm a bit of an old school, you know, purist when it comes to, you know, that kind of thing. We, we like to play on dirt. That's where we're supposed to be. You excelled in the batter's box and in the circle. Which did you enjoy more? Oh, that's tough. That's tough because I so enjoyed having that control. I mean, that's why I was a pitcher. I liked having the ball in my hand. Um, I could say I probably relaxed more when I had, when I just hit. But Coach Reed always swore that I did better when I was in the game doing both. So um, to answer your your question, um, I mean, I think that I was, more comfortable hitting, but I, I loved pitching so much and having the ball in my hand every single time was, uh, was what I was, was what I was after. I, I wanted that, that control every moment. When you think back now over your four years as a player and you, you spent time here as an assistant coach and, and had success in that role as well, but speaking specifically mm -hmm. to your days as a, as a player, what is it that, what do you remember the most on the field? On the field is just the camaraderie with my teammates. Every year is different, right? It, no matter what sport you're playing in college, it's never the same team every time. And so uh, developing that chemistry and making friends, making sisters, really, I always tell people that uh, four out of my six bridesmaids were teammates and the other two were my future sister-in-laws. And so uh, the, the relationships built, I think, are the biggest thing that I took away from it and that were the most important to me. And, you know, we had that homecoming game recently uh, after the Hall of Fame dinner, and I got to see girls that I hadn't seen in maybe 10 years. You know, you have kids, you, life happens. And so I got to see see those women, and we picked up where we left off. It, it was amazing. It was such an awesome experience to see them and keep up with them. And uh, so I know it's not, I know it's not, you know, playing related as far as mechanics or uh, you know playing games or anything like that. But to to answer that question honestly, I would say the the relationships with the the women that I have now today. And is that what you miss the most about when it ended? Was it those relationships, that time together? Was that what you missed the most? Absolutely. You know, you, you get tired of being roommates and then you go on the road and you're stuck in a bus for 10 hours together. And, um, you know, I'd give anything to have have a couple hours on a bus with some of my best friends right now. <laughs> we're we're all over the country, you know, scattered and uh, like I said, have have kids and have lives and aren't able to keep in contact. And so, yeah, I, I miss my friends tremendously, and um, those those relationships built are so important to me. And that's what I tell players now. You know, you have to see an opportunity in every. 
um, saying that you feel like you have to do. It's actually a get to, you know, you feel like you have to go on that bus ride. You have to stay in that hotel. You know, you, you get to spend time with those girls that um, you're, you're going to be friends with 10, 20, 30 years afterwards. What were those bus trips like? Coach Reed always, you know, there was usually a trip to Florida that got worked in there for a little bit of an extended stay maybe, but uh, what were those bus trips like for you guys? You know, sometimes they were as boring as you would expect, and sometimes they were wild because we had just won or we're, we're going off of campus, uh, you know, vis- uh, uh, an opponent's campus after sweeping them. And that's always super hype. And so, uh, you know, some days it was study time and naps and other days it was, uh, we played then iPod karaoke and, uh, and played games and that kind of stuff. So, um, they were fun. It was super fun. And like I said, you know, you stuck with those people for a long time and sometimes it can be kind of grueling, but, Ultimately, those are some of the the videos and the uh, the chats that I look back on that I uh, I really treasure the most. The iPod, you just dated yourself, right? I know, I know. I almost <laughs> didn't. I was I was going to say just regular karaoke. I was like, ah, you know, we had the iPods out. <laughs> You're one of six in a softball program that has a a long history of success. There are, there are you and there are five others. Now, not counting Coach Reed, but in terms of players, there are only you and five others that have this mm-hmm. honor. That's pretty special. <laughs> it's super special. And like I said, I, I get to see Allison DeVries. Uh, she's Allison Har now. Uh, I get to see her weekly um, and and have her daughter, Mallory, pitch and hit with me and she was an amazing player i i i really enjoy talking shop with her and and seeing her and and being able to to teach mallory and the the list is is short but man those those names are amazing um the the women that they are and uh and what they do for the community are amazing as well uh beth alexander um, and Lacey Paris, I, I, those are women that I really enjoy, uh, like I said, talking, talking softball with and talking about life with, and, you know, there's so much more than just, just softball with them. 2008 freshman of the year. What's the key Michelle to coming from high school into college and having some success right away? I think trying to stay as relaxed as possible and just kind of at that point I didn't really feel like I had any expectations um I just kind of went in I was like it's softball it's all softball it was softball when I was eight and it's softball when I was 18 um and I I didn't put any undue pressure on myself I was already 2,500 miles away from home uh there was enough to be scared and anxious about uh softball wasn't it softball wasn't something that I was scared or anxious about softball was something that felt like home um and felt like something I was very comfortable with and so I think that 
uh, I always tell my students, loose, loose first. No matter what we're doing, we're going to be loose first. And so with coming in, again, 2,500 miles away from home um, in, a, in a new environment, but playing the same sport that I have my entire life, uh, I was loose first. And I just went out and attacked each day as best I could. When you come across the country, not halfway across the country, I mean, all the way across the country to play, uh, to play sports and, and to go to college, uh, you talk about being away from home. Obviously softball was, was very instrumental in this, in your adjustment, if you will, but how do you handle that? I mean, that's a long way from mom and dad. <laughs> It is, you know, my dad pretty early on, he, both my parents played college athletics. My mom was a volleyball player. Um, my dad was a basketball player at D3 Whittier College in California. And uh, my dad always said, you know, he obviously met my mom. He had a great basketball career. Um, but he always said, you know, I, I kind of wish that I had gone away. I wish I'd seen more. And so that was always in the back of my mind. Uh, when I was making that decision. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a long way, but it, I never hesitated. I never hesitated. I was like, this is, this feels like home. This feels like where I need to be. This feels like where I'm going to play, which was really important to me. We don't have many, uh, we, it's better now, but especially back then we didn't have many pro options for after college and so I was like if I'm my parents have spent all this money to travel around to, to play this sport that I love you know I, I need to be playing all all four five years of it and and that's why this this felt like such a fit even though it was so far away dad was a basketball player mom played volleyball were there any mm -hmm. other sports for you growing up I played volleyball uh, up until my sophomore year of college. I love volleyball. We played on the beach. Um, that was part of my conditioning <laughs> regimen when I went back home. Uh, I played volleyball on the beach against my mom's friends. And uh, those ladies beat me up. <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, the, the volleyball was great. I, my basketball career was very short. I was not very good at it. Um, my dad tried to get me to play golf and I always told him I'm going to have somebody else chase my ball. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out and chase, chase my own ball. Um, and so go golf has been huge in my family. My brother played for a very long time. Uh, my dad still plays, uh, but vo volleyball was probably the, the other biggest one. You come from Southern California, an area that really has a strong, uh, history and strong reputation for having really good girls, fast pitch softball. You're a product of that. Now you coach here locally. Talk to me a little bit about the level of play in this area, in Southeast Tennessee, in North Georgia, and how do you feel it compares maybe with some of the other parts of the country right now? I feel like over the past 10 years, it has risen to a Southern California, a Texas, an Indiana of, you know, of softball, of, you know, having all of the competition, all the, there's some very, very good tournaments out here um, that coaches will come all over the country 
to watch the the Birmingham Thunderbolts put on a great tournament. There's Eastern Elite out here. There's there's all kinds of great uh, showcases, and they're an hour or right in the backyard of some of these Chattanooga kids. So I would say that um, you know North Georgia especially has really fostered that environment. There are some very very good. Uh, high school teams in the North Georgia area and then in the Chattanooga area, you have Baylor that just takes home hardware after hardware. Uh, and so there's there's a bunch of great softball players that have uh, really taken the reins for, for the South because this area wasn't always that. Chattanooga has been a great area for softball. Um, the improvements to Warner Park and stuff like that have really helped that and then uh just continuing to support the softball in the area like i said north georgia has just been a powerhouse uh, all those all those georgia teams have been fantastic so yeah southern california and texas was where it was at when i was growing up but now i would say that the south is right there with it were you able to play year-round growing up I was. I just had this conversation with one of my lessons recently because she was kind of asking how what my path was. And so we got a couple weeks off in August and a couple weeks off in December. And it's Southern California. It's 70 every day. So <laughs> we're out there playing all the time. And um, by my senior year, I was a little bit burnout. That was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of softball. But uh, but yeah, we were fortunate to play all year round. And it's kind of that way out here now, too especially with the turf Southern conference, all century team, two-time player of the year, the only all American in school history. Um, you're all up and down the record books. Now you're a Chattanooga hall of famer. Uh, look, do, do you feel like this is, is this the cap on what was an incredible career for you as a player? I always, tell people when I think that I can't do anything more with the sport that I have tapped out, you know, kind of what I've been able to do and the accolades, um, something else always comes up, not necessarily an award, but just something else that this great sport can uh, kind of offer me to help keep fostering the sport in the community. So, you know, I, I, get these awards and it's awesome. It's a, I consider it a resume builder, you know, because I get to do softball for a living. I get to do private lessons, uh, four days a week. I mean, that's, that's my full-time job. How awesome is that? You know, I, I get to, I get to do softball and then, um, doing the work at the, at the SEC network. I was like, if I, if I turn that down, you know, to work, with with you initially and try to um foster that new route uh i was like if i turn that down it'll never come up again um so it's stuff like that that i i feel like these these accolades have kind of helped me get but i i mean every time i think that i've i'm done you know with uh the the sport that i've I've tapped out all of my, my resources. Something else comes, comes back up. So I'm excited to see, see what's next. 
what is, and I, I'm going to fit, I got two more questions to, to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. What was your hardest moment as a Chattanooga softball player? Is there, whether it's an at bat, a pitch, a game that, that is there a moment that still sticks with you today that is tough? There's two. One is more lighthearted and the other one uh, is kind of a bummer. So I'll start with the lighthearted one. Uh, We are up in Boone, North Carolina, playing Appalachian State. It is three and two, bases loaded, two outs, and I'm up. And I feel something on my helmet, a tick, 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 tick on my helmet. And it's hailing. And they call the game. Three, two, two outs, bases loaded. And everybody's going home going, what are they going to throw fuzz? What are they, how are they going to, to approach this? So I have to sleep at night with that. I got to get up and play a game the next morning with that on my brain. And uh, they walked me. It was very anticlimactic. But that was super <laughs> stressful. Because, like, I have to wait, you know, 24 hours to, to try to do this at bat and get one pitch and try to figure out what I'm going to do with it. Um, so that, that is one thing that sticks out in, in my mind. And the other one is kind of the obvious one of getting hurt my junior year, um, tearing my ACL and having that season ending surgery. Um, and it's something that coach Reed and I, again, we, we talked about it recently and he, he laughs about it now. I think we can both laugh about it now, but you know, I'm sitting on a bench and, Florida with my knee propped up just wondering what this means for me and he's like you know we're gonna look back on this and you're gonna um you're gonna come back stronger you're gonna be thankful for it and I was like whatever old man you don't know what you're (laughs) talking about I can't believe you're saying this to me I'm 20 years old I you know this happens to other people this doesn't happen to me and sure enough you know he was right um yeah I came I came back stronger I I I always tell people, you know, I was having an okay year then. I was hitting 300. Um, we were about 13 games in. It was okay. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, I mean, I was taking the game for granted. I was, I did have accolades. Like I, before that year I had, I was the first softball player to get first team and second team honors. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of on cloud nine and maybe taking it for granted a little bit. And, uh, and I got a reality check and, uh, the, it was, it was something that, uh, I'm glad happened to me. I would do it again in a heartbeat, the, the whole five years. Uh, but yeah, that is, that is probably the toughest thing I went through mentally and physically. What's your favorite moment? What's the moment you wish you could go back and relive again and again and again? Oh gosh. There's so many because the teams that I got to play on, the the women that I played with were so good, um, and it afforded us such great success. Um, but I would say, just for myself personally, um, I would go back to playing in the regional in Alabama in 2011. Um, we were playing Memphis and Alabama, I believe Jacksonville, Jackson State was in that one as well. Um, But it was such a battle. We had to play Memphis a couple times, and they beat us the first time, and we beat them the second time. Uh, I was 
sick. I had uh, water poisoning of all things. Um, it was very hot in Alabama in May and I overhydrated. And uh, so I was very sick, but I, I pitched my butt off that game. Um, Candace Irwin, our flamethrowing right-handed uh, closer, she, she came in and finished up that game. And I remember from the bathroom, because I was getting sick, uh, I remember her, you know, hearing the cheers when she won that game. And, you know, that what a feeling, you know, to, to go through that physically and then, you know, to have, to have my team, you know, really have my back in that moment. Uh, I, I, that's something I'll never forget. Michelle, congratulations again. Thank you so much for the time. And, uh, again, congratulations and, uh, look forward to seeing you on the SEC network again real soon. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Go Mocs. Hey, thanks to Michelle for giving us some time this week. Thanks to you for joining us as well. Thanks to our producer, Tate Johnson, for putting this all together and making it all happen. We'll look forward to being with you again next time here on Mox on the Mic. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic wherever you find us at. We're on all the podcast platforms. Tell a friend about us as well, and we'll catch up with you again next time on Mox on the Mic. Until then, so long, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.